Hey tribe, it's CatMD, and this summer was filled with so much NBA off-season craziness that Sin and I had to link up and vent out an NBA preview episode. So, sorry if you don't like the NBA and you aren't a fan, but you might still really enjoy this episode. So, enjoy! What's up, Sin? Hey, what's good? Hey, I'm chilling. How are you doing? Um, so I don't know how I'm doing. There's been so much NBA news over the summer that we have to break it down. Oh, and yeah. I, I just don't know how I feel about all of it. Half of me is like, I don't want to watch the NBA. And then the other half is I have to watch the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm actually super, super stoked about the NBA just because like, I love the drama. I love the storylines. And I feel uh, like it's because there's no loyalty. Who are you even loyal to? I mean, yeah, I mean, no loyalty on both, right? There's no loyalty from the players, and there's no loyalty from the teams. So, you know. I meant you specifically. Do you know me? Team? Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a play, I'm player-centric. I'm, I'm like the new league team. People, That's people how I are like – the I, NFL. It's bullshit. Uh, see, I don't even like the NFL like that, right? I mean, you know, for various reasons, but um, – the NBA, man, it's just it's in a it's in a particular space and time where the players are the stars and not the teams. And I, I know, I'm rolling. It's hard. it's hard for me. I'm a diehard fan. I thought about getting a Spurs tattoo once, and then I was told that they're all gang logos and that I shouldn't do it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Apparently, like all like most major league teams are some kind of gang affiliate. So don't get one of those tattoos. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I guess not. That's so weird. All right, so so much has happened. I don't even know where to start. Let's talk about the the biggest trade acquisitions, you know, free agencies first, and then we can get kind of, you know, in the more specific details. Okay, right? so Kawhi. I'm just kidding. That's oh. like number one in my book. I know. <laughs> <laughs> nice that try. Like, Stab. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're we're gonna go LeBron James first. That's that's where we're at. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the first thing I want to say about LeBron is just um, he just opened a school and he's offering a lot of free stuff and it's really cool and touching. And I like that he's putting all that money that we can't exactly figure out where it's coming from towards that. I mean, you can kind of tell. I mean, he's had two back-to-back um, hundred-plus million-dollar deals, right? So Yeah, but you're not getting all that money right then. You know, it's broken up over years. There's taxes. I mean, your money comes from your endorsement deals. So I guess that shoe contract has to be a part of this. I mean, sure. You got he's got a lifetime Nike um, deal that's worth over a billion dollars. So is that what Jordan had? Well, Jordan has his own brand now, so it doesn't. (laughs) I guess that is lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. So Jordan actually didn't have a lifetime deal. He had a deal with Nike, Um, but then branched off and became Jordan, which was in partnership with Nike. And then finally he uh, got controlling interest and now he's got his own thing. Right? Mm, is it still made by Nike though? Um, I believe so. Mm. I believe they have like the same factory or something like that. Wow. Thanks uh, for uh, the note or the history lesson there. No, right. you know. So do you feel duped or like that he had his mind made up the whole season? Like we all thought he did or, you know, was it like, all right, this really did go as awful as fucking possible. There's no way I'm staying here. And the only place I need to go is with magic. Listen, n- not even the, not even people from Cleveland thought 
he was going to stay. I think if they had got the title, there's a good shot that he stays, maybe. Maybe. Um, but honestly... Increases from 0 to 15? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, look, listen, you know, he already did what he was supposed to do. He gave that team a championship. You know, he came back and suffered. He got the <laughs> nine straight, you know, titles. Like, I don't know what you want from the man. Uh, I pretty much knew it was over, you know, pretty early in the season. But if you had any doubts when J.R. Smith forgot to score the game, that was basically <laughs> kind of like, all right, go ahead just uh, go ahead and buy that ticket. No, that was, honest to goodness, that was like the icing on the cake. That was like a you-know-it's-done kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, when I kept seeing Tim Duncan fall on the floor, I was like, I think his knee's done. I think he's done. He's done this year, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> I think the I think the number the – not even the first sign, the final sign should have been when they had to get rid of his entire team. So, look, that was a pass. That was what it was. I am more interested in what do you think <laughs> – like, what's your, the most interesting storyline about him being there? And I don't know if your prediction or, or what do you think is going to happen? KD's coming to the Lakers next year. <laughs> okay. Oh, easily. KD keeps signing a one-year deal. What's, like, the most unloyal animal you could think of? Listen, it's not about loyalty. It's about it's about the players are um, making the decisions, not the teams. <laughs> Listen, if Dan Gilbert's your is your coach and he basically decides to trade trade away your your best player without your your knowledge or get rid of a whole team without really much of your consent and you're his like number one star and the way y'all talk to each other is basically Let's be honest, let's be real. I'm sure LeBron had some kind of say in let's get rid of everyone. It nice. I mean, the reports basically say that while he usually has some kind of talks with trading, a lot of that stuff was more about Dan Gilbert thinking LeBron was going to leave and he wanted to have a team, a younger team that would be able to survive without LeBron. That's why they got Larry Nance Jr. I don't actually believe that. I actually think that LeBron finessed the Lakers into giving him more cap space. That's my own theory. It is Um, what it is. Because he knew he was going to be Lakers. Yeah. But that's like a whole year away. My the most interesting thing I want to see is how everything plays out with Luke Walton as a coach. Having LeBron, yeah. you know, who's gonna really become I mean, we don't really know everything sounds nice and good and okay, he's under magic now and he's in LA, but what's gonna happen on the court? You know, I don't know. That's a good tr- LeBron's never had a coach that young. Um so it's very, I don't know, it's weird. I've always thought, like, LeBron needed a kind of a, a Pat Riley or, uh, like, a, Coach like Pop. A, God, like a, like, like, a like day Pop and a half, it. I thought that might actually happen. Ah, it couldn't, it couldn't, <laughs> it couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. Um, so I am, you know, that's a really good point. I'm actually also interested to see. I mean, look, LeBron's player coach, right? Uh, he's, yeah. he's Bill Russell, you know, 2018. So – I don't really think he needs to be coached. I'm just going to be real. Could you see him retiring to being a coach, like, and then coaching LeBron on, on the Lakers? See, I here's my take. LeBron James and Bronny will play together on the Lakers. It they won't. I mean, he wants to. Or maybe he'll just go sign with wherever his son is. It doesn't matter. That That's just going to be a cool thing to see. If LeBron James's son is in the draft, they'll do all their power to get Bronny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they did a great job of getting 
mellow or whatever ball. Anyways, I don't care. I'm over it. Yeah, it, it Lonzo, happened. Yeah. You didn't, I guess you didn't feel that duped. You just, you saw it throughout the season. I think we all understand his move. And yeah, it's, it's bigger than basketball. I'm really excited to, that's probably my, um, the one thing I'm only excited about with LeBron is to see how he performs in the West. Again, we got to get to the FY trade next. Okay. We'll be sad tonight. I was excited to see them go head to head four times a year. How awesome would that have been? And rekindle yeah. the, the Spurs Laker rivalry. But no, Kawhi had to listen to his people and be a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, because Pop sent him out of the country. And then he's like, oh, you want to go to Lakers? I, right, well, I'm sending you to Toronto. Everyone oh, acted God. like Pat, Pop wasn't that petty. Pop is that petty. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that petty. But seriously, how do you, we'll see. Okay. Being a lifetime fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I was there, you know, watching the rivalries and what pop went through with the Lakers. He would never, ever, he knows at any moment they could come back. He purposely fucked them on a regular season game so that they got a worse pick in the draft. We won a game. We didn't need to win. And pop did it on purpose. You know why? Point four. That point four seconds, it still hurt. Yeah, I guess you know you, you do what you got to do. You know, <laughs> I, I I was really surprised about how this kind all kind of uh, ended up being. I got to say that Demar Rosen's a great player. He's not a he's not a star. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I don't. Let's let's address one thing at a time. Let's address all the drama around it first, and then you can talk me off the ledge about Demar, maybe. Okay. Or maybe I can talk myself off the ledge. Who knows? <laughs> but all right. So first, the drama. It's so weird. It's like Kawhi had never had that greedy personality, or at least any of his um, interviews he did. It wasn't a, you know about money. He still had an old Tahoe. He still used coupons at Wingstop. It was kind of probably the people around him. And then whenever he fired his agent and hired his family, you know, um, then that agency started getting sued. So they actually owe someone a lot of money. So maybe that's why they cared about how much he's getting paid, but not just how much he paid. They wanted to get paid on the shoe deal, which is now probably off the books. So there's that. Um, there's all kinds of reports that came out about, you know, just his group being so much drama. Um, something else no one talks about very much is about how at the beginning of the season, you know, during the preseason, the Spurs were handling Kawhi's rehab. He was supposed to come back at the beginning of the season. He turned the Spurs turned the rehab over to Kawhi and whomever he wanted to go to. And then Kawhi didn't come back until, you know, he did. Going further, he was telling everyone on the team, hey, I'm coming back next game, next game. And he didn't come back. And that's when they had that meeting. That's when Manu was like, look, we're just going to keep playing like he's not coming back. If he does, great. If not, we got to keep playing like he's not. And that's because that's what they were being told. So there's like just that drama to deal with. But outside of that, it's like, why do you have to be in LA? Right. And are you really going to be happy in Toronto? Were the Spurs that bad? What the fuck happened? Besides, I mean, he has a kid. Maybe, maybe he wants to go back to LA and raise his kid there. I don't know. I mean, he's always stated that he wanted to be in LA. LA is like kind of. I've never where when please send me this article. I've never seen. I mean, he's he's. I mean, he first of all, he doesn't really talk, but he has said before that he enjoys Oakland. That's where yeah, he's from. Yeah, he also right? said that he wanted to be a, a spur for life. Well, what ended up happening is Tony Parker came out and basically said you're being a little bitch. He didn't have, say that. Yeah, he did. He, he was trying out. to be encouraging, and nobody even 
tried no. to listen to it. No, no, no. You don't be encouraging. Look, there's okay, something but, called... Okay, when that happened, that was, again, whenever Kawhi was on, doing his own rehab, not being with the team, kept saying he was coming back, and, and he didn't. So, hey, let me ask you something. You've been on, you've been on a team sport before? Yeah. Okay, so there's a thing called desertion. There's no desertion between the ranks. So it's cool. Like if Tony Parker wanted to have that conversation with Kawhi, he should have called him up. He should have went to his house and said, hey, you're being a bitch. I'm yeah, a, except I, for he was literally hiding from people on the spur. Well, that's cool. What you don't do is you don't go in the public eye and, 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 and air your dirty laundry. That was a bad move. And on top of that, I really think Pop, I think Pop was the one that told Tony to do it. Because Pop, wow. like, that, that no, no one that, no one that, it's not that much. I'm just saying, no one in that organization moves without Pop knowing. You you never hear about people misstepping Which, or saying Well, the things. thing is, that's so, so much was out of Pop's control. And he was saying, look, fine, Kawhi, I, I'll give you and your guys whatever the fuck you want. Here, do it. Do it your way. Yeah. We just so, want you, you know, back. So then it doesn't work, and then he goes, huh? That yeah, but at the same time, time out, time out. Here's what's fishy. Yeah, yeah. Even, so first off, you have your thoughts of what Tony did. In my opinion, and what I've heard, and what I've, you know, I think Tony was misconstrued, and that he was trying to be encouraging. But outside of all that, at the end of the day, facts are facts. That was a very horrific injury that Tony had, right? And he did come back, and he played very well for, you know, his age and his injury. So who's to say that the Spurs plan wouldn't have worked and that they weren't patient for it, right? Or here's, that's why at the end of the day, yes, he might've been hurt. That is not why he left. That is not what happened. There were oh, other factors. He left because he Someone felt told like, him. Uh, well, I mean, that's part of I've it. I've seen people be influenced awfully a, a he lot. Left, he left because the Spurs got messy and really kind of put him out there. And, and alienated him. That's why I think he, left. he alienated himself. Sure. Or maybe he did want to talk to the media and they didn't want him to because they wanted under wraps. But at the end of the day, it was probably because he didn't want how his camp was acting to get out. I I don't think that. I think you're giving him too much credit. Think- I think Kawhi's a, Kawhi's a weird dude. <laughs> I think he didn't like the way that half his teammates came at him publicly and felt betrayed. And people have left for less. Betrayal is a deep thing. Here's the thing. Do you think that the drama surrounding all of this will hurt Kawhi in the future? Uh, I think it already has. Okay. I think I think if Kawhi doesn't ball out, it, look, tr- trust me, if Kawhi doesn't ball out in Toronto this year, no one's going to pick him up. He's got to play more than 31 games wanting to retain his current money and be eligible for free agency next year. But trust me. Oh, it, that how, that's how that works too? I didn't know he yeah. had to play a certain amount of games. Yeah, he had to play a certain amount of games. So listen, if he doesn't do that, he's, so he has to play as – we know he's going to play at least 31 games off, off, off cuff, right? Mm-hmm. Even if he feels like he's hurt. But if Kawhi does not play – if he, he has to – you can only be considered like the fourth, fifth best, sixth best player in the league when you're playing. So if you ain't playing for two you know, years, start thinking, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. He didn't go to so that. Right now he has to play. Mm-hmm. He has to play. If he doesn't play, then it, that, that's where he's at. He doesn't have any more stock. It's kind of like put up or shut up at this point. Yeah. 
Something else that was kind of funny, uh, the last year that he did play, um, God, why am I forgetting the guy's name? The guy that we traded to uh, Orlando, Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons and um, Kawhi were really close, still are. And Pop did not like Jonathan Simmons. And I think Jonathan Simmons got more playing time because of his relationship with Kawhi. That's just a weird theory that I have. I also just, playing-wise, when Kawhi did come back, it was awkward with him and, and LaMarcus. And I think somewhere in there, somewhere, someone's mindset said, you know, it's one or the other. And you know what, Kawhi, you're not the main guy here. And you've done what you needed to do. And you're not going to get the endorsement money. And I think that's what drove it. Oh, no, I don't think that at all. Like, it was basically set to be Kawhi's team. And Kawhi just crumbled like a child when it came to being in the spotlight. Also, he didn't get the endorsement. I mean, he lost his endorsement deal with Michael Jordan. Like, with Michael Jordan. Yeah. He lost it. After he lost all it. of this. He lost it because he's not playing. He's not acting like a person who wants to be in the NBA. Why, though? That's so weird. It's just because a weird, weird situation. So, what weird, do you think? Mm-hmm. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. And I, and I think that he felt betrayed. And he's acting like, you know, the world's against him. All right. No. That is sense opinion and cat's opinion is he got some bad advice and he's having to roll with what happened and, and just go with it at this point period we're talking right. we're talking about a guy who's got straight backs and drives a 94 suburban that's, that's it that's all i'm saying anyways so in the trade i was very just like i never thought it would happen so i think i was just in denial because at one point you know tim duncan even flirted with free agency they all have and so I was just in denial about it all. Um, but then it happened and I listened to some stuff about DeMar. I didn't, I don't watch that, you know, the Raptors that often. Whoa, that was weird. Uh, I don't watch Raptors that often. So I, I don't know what to expect, but the one thing I can say is DeMar, there's been consistency and playmaking and he has the biggest chip on his shoulder and so does pop. So I'm ready. I, I think y'all be fine. Here, here's the thing. DeMar Rosen is dope. Um, he's not a five-star player. He's a four-star player. He's an all-star. I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Famer. He might, you know, if he keeps continue playing the way he is. The biggest knock about DeMar Rosen is that he had to fight LeBron every year. He's had to fight LeBron James every damn year. Um, and so – And why do you think he couldn't slay that monster? I mean, besides it's LeBron. Because LeBron suns everybody. They're saying the East is competitive right now. It's only competitive because LeBron's not there. LeBron was so good, he made a conference not competitive. So, I mean, that kind of goes to the point why I'm excited to see him in the West. The same, yeah. Everyone's excited to see him in the West. I got a hot take about that, though. This will be the last year we have conferences. Oh, my God. I want to not have conferences so bad. Or, fuck that. You can have comp. Mm, You can break up conferences. But I would just rather have open seating. Yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna go tournament style next year. I don't want I tournament. Promise. I don't want tournament. I want the top sixteen teams. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's and maybe I mean. maybe you have a buy, and or maybe the first couple of rounds you only do you know best of five. But that's the it would be just so interesting. I think it'll be two years. Yeah, it might be two years, but it's coming. Like there's no you know way they're gonna address years. that, and you know the one and dones. They have to address both of those. Yeah. All right. So, you think this trade is good for anyone? The Spurs? 
I think it's good for the Spurs. You get you get another good two way player. Demar Rosen makes plays like you said, but he also plays pretty good defense. Um, Only pretty I, good, and put him in a system. Who knows what'll happen? Is he is he exactly? Long? Yeah, he's pretty long. I mean, like Demar Rosen's a good player. Like there's a he's kind of like if you couldn't have Kawhi Leonard, you would get Demar Rosen. Let's be real. He's like okay. Who would you compare Kawhi him? Leonard. Who would you compare him to in the West? Um, is he comparable to Jimmy Butler? No, Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler's bigger, and Jimmy Butler's kind of a force. Um, okay. he, defensively, I don't think he's better defensively than Jimmy. Um, but offensively, he's be- he might be, if not better. Um, I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of Iguodala. He just scores a little bit. He just scores more. You know. Look, I don't Iggy, have any kind of good opinion of Iggy just because um, he's still under the enemy category. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, all right. I think it was good. We aren't going to know till the season starts, but I will say um, in 2014 that we did get a revenge title. So, and I've I've seen the Spurs just dig deep and play nasty, and I expect all of that next year. All of it. I think that the West is super stacked. Um, and I, I know we're, we're running into this topic with Melo, too. So, listen, <laughs> you know, if Carmelo Anthony goes to Houston, no, wait, I don't think – That is think not even actually... the biggest – one of the biggest ones. Like, I think we can touch okay. – I mean, do you want to touch on Boogie and PG first before we dig in? Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely touch on Boogie. Because uh, if we talk about Mello right now, I will give you two seconds and drop them, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Boogie, Boogie not getting a deal is crazy. By the He's way, a big like deal. he only get. Yeah, I don't understand how no one gives him uh, the chance except Golden State. You know, because that changed the that narrative. No one gave for him me. The, you, do you really think that no one gave him the chance, or that that was a in his mind the best deal that he wanted? No, I think I think if the Lakers had really said, "Hey, how about this?" He would have took. He would have been with the Lakers. Uh, there was no deal out there. And I understand he's coming off an Achilles injury, which is the worst injury in basketball, especially if you're a big guy. But people come back from that injury, and he's a you know he's a big dude who shoots a three pointer. He does have some you know issues, but like yeah, I mean, no, I don't think the Pelicans know what. Ha- how what basketball is? <laughs> How I mean, the, Pelicans, the Pelicans offered him a deal uh, pre-injury. They offered him a max contract. Yeah, I thought so. Out. See, so. that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like, I guess maybe that's he bet on himself, and then no, was that deal off the table? Yeah, definitely. He after you tear your Achilles, all deals are off the table. <laughs> oh, pre-injury, and he didn't sign it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. See, that's why you. That's why Capella signed the deal. So I mean. We don't know how he'll, how Boogie will be when he's back, and it's already a loaded team, so they're gonna have to oh, incorporate his style into it. Well, you know they got rid of Judge Vale McGee to the Lakers, so yeah. they essentially made room for Boogie. Yeah, so, and that could go really I well mean, or really poorly, and he could yeah. back off a title like David West or not. You know, who knows? Well, you know the funny thing is, is that it, it wouldn't even be. Could you imagine Boogie like? 
defending and then shooting a three, it, it, he'll gel right into the system. But, you know, the funny thing is, is he won't actually play until like midseason. Yeah. So, so it, 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 you're right. I, I was reading, I was reading an article about it and Steve Kerr was basically like, well, he'll be sitting with me a lot and get to learn <laughs> how I do things. And I was thinking to myself, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like if he has an impact, it's going to be next year. Yeah, it's gonna be next year. That they're definitely setting him up for for like a longer return. I, I gotta say, like I am upset with that lineup. That is a crazy lineup. You know, they have like the top ten play. They have four of the top ten players in the world on their team, and it's just upsetting. It is upsetting. Let's just hope you know? that you know personalities just do what they do and help help it crumble. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe, I hope so. maybe just all the other teams have to figure out how to rise to that occasion. Well, um, Lakers will, you know they they they're gonna dethrone them. That's that's my that's oh my, my personal God. opinion. I think they have so much work to do. I mean, not yet, not this year. Yeah, I mean, they kind of got a mercenary team right now with all these <laughs> a mercenary free trades. Team, I, love it. I mean, oh it's, it's, yeah, it's, it was it's like, like old old man bandwagon, jump on board. We're do, we're giving yeah. up one deals. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's like the expendables of, of, uh, oh my of the God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. We won't be good till playoffs. Bron, Bron, just get us the playoffs and then we'll be good. I mean, you know, the funny thing is, is that if you get, look, if you get Kuz, if Lonzo comes back with a shot, you got Kuz, and you put LeBron at center with Rondo and JaVale, like, like, and then he shoot, he's like, subbing out for JaVale. I, yeah. I, I, that's, like, that's a nasty team. I really like Rondo. So yeah, playoff Rondo is a thing. So. Oh, a hundred percent. He's like, it's kind of like whenever <laughs> you get an extreme high too soon, you know, and then nothing else really works for you. He was doing work in the playoffs, very young and then bullshit, you know? So I get it. Uh, speaking of another, you know, <sighs> Oklahoma city. So here's the thing. Melo should have never joined that team in the first place. They should have never added him because I feel like that made their team worse. And maybe Paul George is like, well, let's see what it'll be like without Melo. Um, I think it's cool that he stayed. I, I think that they will stay like, you know, middle of the pack challenger. But listen, Paul George staying at the OKC told me one thing that he cannot handle the pressure. That's it. Is it because are you he, sure has a, pressure? he has a direct, Oh yeah, hundred percent. He has a direct line with LeBron James. Has a direct line. They've been he's him and LeBron have been basically going, hey, are we playing together. We're not playing together for like four years, and here it is. Here's the day of it. Here's the day, and you're telling nah. me that he gets mm-hmm. he gets finessed by Russell Westbrook to stay in OKC and not go to the Lakers. Uh, Listen, Russell is really charming. I'm positive. He seems like. Such a cool, nice dude. I don't care how charming he is. You telling me right now, LeBron James is calling you and say, "Hey, it's time, man. It's time. We're going to Showtime." And you're like, "You know what, bro? I kind of like what I'm doing here in OKC." To me, that screams, "Oh, you're just not ready for the big boy show." I okay, get you, man. I can see that. Are you sure it's that, or is it? I don't want to deal with LeBron James drama or playing under him. Maybe they're like, look, Kyrie left. Why do I want to go play with them? Yeah, Kyrie also got a championship. Yeah, but Kyrie doesn't want to play with him anymore. 
Eh, yeah, because it's hard to play a little. I know why. Exactly. Because so everything, why does you want to go sign it, a long-term deal there? You do have to sign a long-term deal. You can do a KD and do a, yeah, you do a one and done. Listen, he, uh, it's, it's no, no surprise that everyone says it's hard playing with LeBron because everybody pay attention because you happen to be on the team with the, the like the 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 you know the the, the yeah, best player in the yeah. world. Yeah. So yeah, get over it. If you want to play at that level, that's what you have to deal with. All I'm saying is that Lance Stevenson <laughs> is, is to me it, to me is ready for the high life <laughs> and Paul George is not. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of weird to be real. Yeah. I think, um, it, it, you know, it's honestly, the question is something that we will never publicly get answered because it's, it's more personal. It's, yeah. did you want to play with LeBron James and in a shadow or team up with him or not and try and do it on your own? Like, is it that perception, which perception kept you to do it or not do it? That's, and, and also the perception of, of jumping teams a bunch. On the other hand, I think KD is the kind of guy that goes, meh. I don't mind taking a back seat to a superstar and just getting my buckets. So I'll go. I I could see your argument for him signing with the Lakers. Oh, it's good. Yo, it's gonna happen. KD is basically Kyrie Irving except better. See, that that's I the reality. KD, though. I don't know why. I don't know why you hate KD. And I just, this is what I'm I just saying. don't like him as a person. I, maybe hates a strong word. He hates a strong word. Just how I feel. If you tell me right now, you're like, hey, you like Sinclair. Like, so how's work going? I'm like, ah, you know what? It's going okay, but I got another company courting me right now telling me sweet nuts. I'm thinking about to go jump to that company because I know I'm about to get the bag. Yeah. So, uh, but it it was pure comedy. One of the last um, press conferences that Katie did with Russell Westbrook when he was in OKC, and he just, you could see the misery on his face. I saw pictures of him, like, with his hand in his face or his face in his hands. It was so funny. All right. I'm over Katie, whatever. I don't even know why we're talking about him. God. Um, <laughs> you got Mello. Okay. So Mello, I'm like, yeah, I have an Mello. opinion on, but I don't have any strong emotions on. So first okay, that's who you hear this. saying, get your money black man too. He's doing nothing. And how much is he getting? How much? Uh, I think it's like, it's 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 seventy million or something like that. Over two it's, years, you know, like it's a size of Atlanta. Yeah, it's a it's a very sizable amount. He's getting he's getting the bag. He got the bag without doing anything. Also, so. cheers to you, Melo, for taking a making an innuendo on your Instagram, cheersing to the amount of money you're getting for doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I at some point you gotta have to just live, you know, live what you're going through. I mean, you can't like act like it's not happening, especially in the league now where people are really questioning if Melo is even relevant. He's got to do something. Why does he want to, like, why can't he accept that he just isn't that relevant? He's not going to make a basketball team better. Why do people, has he ever made a basketball team better besides Syracuse and the Denver Nuggets? Other than that. Uh, Yo, he made the Knicks better for a while. uh, Uh, mm, What? What year? Yo. Half a year. Yo, yo, yo. Let's not not sleep on What is better? Knicks, I mean, the Knicks were trash, so he made them better. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The last time he went to the playoffs was with the Nuggets. Yeah. 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 But check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Mello is not the same Mello. Um, But Mello thinks he's still Mello. 
Yeah, he's more <laughs> just Carmelo now. He used to be Melo, but now he's Carmelo. So the, the problem with Carmelo is that he likes to play ISO ball, right? In a league that likes to Homie, pass. go play in your, you know, driveway then. Shit. No, nah, I think they're just not using him right. Uh, to me. All right, then what's the I, ideal team? I think he could work in Houston if they put him like a center and he plays in the low post. And that way he could, you know, do what he likes bench? to do. Uh, yeah, he has to be off the bench. Off the bench. If he can um, just accept that, then he could be utilized. But it's kind of like breaking a wild horse. That yeah, was kind of like breaking know. AI. You couldn't practice. Talking about practice? I mean, it's... Yeah, but, but AI, AI can bench? say that, though. Yeah, but that's what Mello is saying. Essentially, bench? Talking about bench? Mello? No. Yeah, you know, it's funny you bring up AI because it's funny. He's looking like he might go down, you know, like AI if he doesn't learn how to take a different role. It's yeah. partially the wow. problem is he's looking at LeBron James like, I'm, a, I'm six months older than you. I can still do it like you do it. But, no, it, you know, the, no one can do no. it like LeBron can do it. And it's not your fault. LeBron, LeBron's kind of lost a step. And that's the scary thing. The LeBron's kind of lost the step. You know what the scary thing is? A, LeBron James is like, his body is ridiculously tight. But he's playing insane, and we are finally realizing that we're witnessing history. Oh, yeah. We're finally realizing this. Yeah. And, And it's great. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate him being a great human. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. He's a great human. Yeah. I agree 100%. So look, Melo, you gotta figure your shit out. It's it's not gonna end well for you. Um, if, if if he can just like you said earlier, accept a different role, and if the coaches, part of the reason why he didn't make it in OKC isn't his fault. I mean, a lot of it is, but they just didn't know how to incorporate. Yeah, that co- no, they don't know. Oh, God, OKC has never had a coach that knew how to fucking coach ever. Like yeah. period. That like they they don't know how to coach a team. It's very true. The refs know how to win games, but you know, <laughs> I have I, mean, I have literal proof from the NBA officials. Like, I have proof. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we don't even have to get in that. Let's talk about um end of end of careers. You know, in the, that decade of D Wade. Okay. So overseas, do you think it's gonna happen? Do you? I, do you I, I just why do you want to play that bad D Wade? Why? Well, yo, Pat Riley said, Pat Riley said, hey, you can come back to us, man. I mean, that's already on the table, right? Let me look that up real quick. Yeah, because I don't know if there's been something new. But he is still technically a free agent. I, I know. And he, the thing about it is he did pretty good this year. Uh, that's the, that's, the, that's the, the crux is, is that he didn't do bad playing this year. In fact, he kind of played like old D-Wade, you know, and that, that hasn't. You mean when he lost weight and went back to Miami? Well, I'm saying he was playing. He was jumping out the gym. He started jumping out the gym really when he was with Ka- with Cavs. As soon as he got out of Chicago and went to the Cavs, you started going. Oh, oh yeah. you could basically see him play with LeBron, and it almost I felt like it ignited something back in him. And so when he went to Miami, yo, he was he was balling. He blocked the hell out of LeBron's shot. He literally said, "Get that shit out of here!" It's so loud. Mm-hmm. I was I thought to myself like, I don't. Never seen LeBron get blocked like this. But, of course, D-Wade's always going to be big brother to LeBron. So, 
so yeah, so the, here's the thing, right? 25 million to play in China versus like 7 million to play in the NBA. That's kind of really what's about. So that's why he hasn't. Uh, that's why there's, a, why there's an actual like maybe. Yeah. You think he should? Nah, I think he's got enough money. I, I say you, I say you yeah, give. Yeah, there's no reason to do it for the money. I say you give like one more year with the Heat, retire. A full year, give them a good, a farewell tour like Kobe. Yeah. And then I say, if you really want to play ball that bad, then you go to China next year. Yeah, but you shouldn't want to play ball that bad. You've played for a very long time. D-Wade, you've done your due diligence. Go in peace, my brother. Go play in the big three in a couple of years if you really want to play. Come on. That would I mean, be I would. I would definitely retire my ass and then go play in China the next year. I'm like, I am retired, but I'm still I would watch him play in the big three league. <laughs> I, I right. love the big three, man. Yeah, I watched it recently. I was like, this is actually not bad. This is kind of fun. And yeah. I love, I loved it because I recognize some of these players too. I'm like, you know, now they look like your uncle with gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so for my Spurs fans, uh, can we just touch on Tony Parker? Yeah, sure. Okay. This was also like a, I didn't ever really see it coming, but also could see it coming. And I think Tony's given his whole career and he's done a great job and he just wanted to keep playing. And if there's a place that's going to pay him money to keep playing, go do it. Like he wasn't, yeah, he can still play, but he just wasn't useful for all the young talent that we had already built up. Yeah. I hope, I think Mono will come back this last year. It, it'll be amazing to watch him. I just like, I can't believe how resilient he's been, and um, it's nuts. It's nuts that he's still playing at such a level, and there will never – that's another thing. There will never be a Manu Ginobili again, ever. Well, no. Uh, what's his name in China? It's like it's like, <laughs> it's like Demon Blade Manu or something. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous nickname he has. So unofficial report. I don't know where I heard it. But they, someone like looked up how many different um, times a basketball player was referenced in a song, like which one. And Manu Ginobili was referenced, you know, up there, like the top six, top five. Top six? Top yeah. Five. Can you believe that? I mean, yeah, Drake's no, referenced him, so. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. I, didn't, I did not know that. I, that's not who I would think. Exactly. I mean, so that's like, later you'll look back and see, like, Manu was definitely a, a, an NBA legend, you know. Whether you yeah. loved him or hated him for a while, but be, what is he gonna be? Forty one this year. He is forty one as of a few days ago. That's crazy. It's great. Listen, Tom, um, Tim Duncan found a fountain of youth, and he shared it with Manu and a little bit with Tony. So, with a little bit with Tony, just a little bit though, because you know Tony not bond like he used to. Yeah, you can give Tony all of it. He's still young. <laughs> he might die. <laughs> yeah. Well. <clears throat> I'm excited for the season, I guess. Do you think there will be more drama, uh, trade drama throughout the year? I think, like, we're, we're getting to the most of the crux of everything. Everything's gone down. It needs to go down. Now what you got to think about is lineups and how, like, you know, people are going to mesh with people. Like, the, this, this mellow Houston thing is still kind of drama-filled. Um, and, you know, I know everybody's – drama-filled? I mean, That's- Houston was smart and secured – um capella first because if they didn't do that they're fucked so i'm glad they took care of that yeah yeah i actually agree too i mean like (laughs) i don't know it's it's just crazy because like 
literally with this Carmelo Anthony Houston move, it's kind of like CP3 is like, come on, man, let my homeboy get on the team. That's literally <laughs> what's happening. Don't worry, right? I got him. I'll talk to the boy. Yeah. But you know, hey, honestly, I got him, here's the thing: in the playoffs, Chris Paul, I've always respected him for his heart. Like he will will a win, but he got James Harden to not crumble. And then next, as soon as Chris Paul went out, James Harden was done. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So he has an effect on players. And is, isn't he or wasn't he the president of the Players Association too? Yeah, he was. Uh, look, CP3, Hall of Famer. Uh, James Harden's a Hall of Famer, but I hate James what? Harden. Let me go ahead and say it. I, yeah, I know. I it, it's not too early to call him a Hall of Famer. That's like calling Russell what? Westbrook a Hall of Famer. Neither Russell one of them Westbrook have won. They only have an MVP each. They don't need it. Look, Russell Westbrook is definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, just for just for breaking a record in triple doubles alone, he's probably going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Plus, it's not that hard to get in the Hall of Fame of basketball. Okay, that that it's, part is true. That part is true. But not like you say it as if it's like the top ever, 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 ever. No, you know what, what I mean? I'm trying to say is I'm just trying to say caliber level, the caliber level of player. What I'm saying is that like CP3's Hall of Fame player, much respect. James Harden probably will be too. I hate the way he plays basketball. He literally relies on kind of like the I'm going to get two with the foul, draw the foul. And as the playoffs kind of uh, – this, this goes to your basketball. point. Yeah, yeah. Playoffs are playoffs get physical. And so when, the, when they get physical and you don't get the call, he, he, he misses out on like he gets 10, 15 points a night because, yeah, he gets frustrated and he just doesn't get those extra one and two points he usually gets to make three-point plays. And yeah, so basketball my, is very – My thing – I think it's – Basketball has already been doing it. My thing about um, James Harden is, is that he needs CP3 because he's – Yeah, trapped. that's what I'm – that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah, – That's point. what I'm saying. I wasn't it's saying he was trash, but I like your point. I'll go with it. Yeah. Yeah, he's trash. Yeah. I just – I've never – I wasn't able to jump on uh, – ever jump on the James Harden bandwagon. And talk about – I mean, Kawhi Leonard could have just had the same James Harden personality and made it work. And James Harden hardly ever talks. <sighs> Eh, he's a little bit more cocky, though. He's always Anyways, cooking you his know, stuff. You know how I feel about Ka- I mean, I just don't. Kawhi? Like, no, I just don't like KD. <laughs> and now I have to, like, I have a Kawhi jersey. I don't know what the fuck to do with it now. <sighs> yeah, you better. You should You should hide it. So you should do. It's hide not, the jersey. It hurts. It just, San Antonio's not a bad place, man. I mean, I don't know about the city. I just mean, whatever. Okay. Well, Predictions for the season as we wrap this up. Um, I'm thinking that Lakers are going to surprise people and get to the second round of the playoffs at least. That's what I'm going to say. Um, I think that if Lonzo Ball is going to come back with a pretty good jumper, let's see. I think that Melo is not going to make an impact on Houston at all. Positive or negative? <laughs> Positive or negative. Uh, because he won't learn he won't learn how to accept a role. Paul George will still be the little man. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I you're right about the pressure thing with Paul George. Oh yeah. And I think DeMar Rosen's gonna find some some modicum of success in uh in uh San Antonio. I think that he's gonna Pop is gonna like, you know, treat him right. Yeah. So I guess the biggest prediction is, like, who's winning it? GSW, right? There yeah. We well, all right. So Golden State is 
it's going to be about keeping the same wheels on throughout the season. And, and they're, they're the, their biggest enemy. And I think this past year they were self-inflicting their own drama. Who knows what it was? Maybe they just wanted attention, Katie. But it, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I think that the Lakers, it'll be really a testament of uh, LeBron James' legacy and, and his strength to see, um, you know, they're not going to be the eighth seed, but, you know, if they can be the fourth through the sixth seed, that's a huge, you know, will and testament because they're in it for the long haul. Um, you know, the Thunder are going to be right there in that middle of the pack too. I think the Spurs are going to surprise a lot of people. They have a chip on their shoulder. They got a lot of young guys. I'm really excited about their new guy, Lonnie Walker, too. Um, and DeMar and Coach Pop saying, you know what? Let's do this. I only got a little bit of time left. Let's, let's play really hard. Um, I also think that if, if Melo joins Houston, he's going to be a cancer no matter what. And maybe uh, Chris Paul can minimize that impact. Um, I'm really excited to see Donovan Mitchell next year. But over in the East, um, I, I kind of hope we just played this game of when is Kawhi going to b- play again? Because fuck it. Um, I'm, <laughs> and I really think that the Boston Celtics are going to kick everyone's ass. And, and I think the Sixers, they still have a few yeah. years. Everyone's sucking their dick. But I think that the, the Celtics, they're going to just blow everyone out of the water. You you think the Sixers are gonna kick all that ass? I said Celtics are gonna kick all the ass, I mean, and that the Sixers are aren't gonna be that great. Okay, okay. Middle okay. of the pack. Mm-hmm. Yo, the Celtics oh, are gonna know, be what something you, what scary. Even talk about Ky- Kyrie. Why? What does it what matter? Do you even talk about Kyrie playing? and the Celtics. Nah, I mean, you think he's staying? Why would he leave? Where would he go? Knicks. Not going to Spurs. <laughs> Um, wasn't it? Where isn't isn't the Knicks trying to court Katie? No, nah, there's no the reason. Watching. Jimmy Butler f- for what? They don't. The they, Knicks they, don't know how to make a good decision either. I don't know, man. Knicks, Jimmy Butler and Kyrie Irving on the Knicks. That's a good look. Are you? Yeah, serious? but it's not gonna happen. Listen, there's no reason for Kyrie to leave. I don't even know where these rumors are coming from. He's getting Gordon oh. Hayward, and now he has a young crew that's experienced and ready to go. Oh my gosh. I don't, and Brad I don't think no Tatum Tatum is the Tatum is the star of that show. I don't think Kyrie wants to be in Boston. Kyrie wanted out of Cleveland, um, and so he got out of Cleveland. But <laughs> Kyrie wants a bigger market than that's than the Celtics. That's a great and market for basketball. That's a big not, market for basketball. This is not the Knicks. Knicks. It's not the Knicks. It's not the Knicks. And if I'm Kyrie and you tell me that Jimmy Butler wants me to go come play with him in New York, I'm going to New York. He's already got a championship. But make he already got Gordon Hayward and he's playing with Tatum. Why? But, like, he, him and Tatum kind of play the same position. Like, you know. Like why would he? No, that's not really how it works <laughs> out. I'm telling you. What, you think like it's Kyrie, like a Tom Brady Garoppolo thing? I think it's more kind of like Kyrie's, like, I just got in a situation where I had to kind of fight to be that guy in a franchise and I lost and I didn't but, come to Boston for you to be basically kind of like, well, we don't know if you're the guy. You don't think Gordon Hayward is a bigger name than Tatum and on par with Kyrie? No, nah, I don't think Gordon Hayward's a bigger name than Tatum or Kyrie right now. Just because. Um, because. Yeah. 
Exactly. But not whenever Kyrie got there. Yeah, that's true. But listen, you you have to ask yourselves if you really think Kyrie wants to stay in Boston. I mean, like, because I can't see a reason why I would want to stay in Boston either. I see a lot of reasons. An easy championship contender. I got everything you need. He's not a. Harry's not about championships like that. He already got one. He's about about his own legacy. Yeah, exactly. So oh, if you're about your legacy, you know then you go to the Knicks. There's already been go to the Knicks. <laughs> I don't need another Kyrie story. God damn it, Kyrie! Just stay where you're at. You caused what? enough drama last year. Now you make Kyrie. Uh, now you make Kawhi leave, and so just keep your ass put. <laughs> how did Kyrie make Kawhi leave? <laughs> Because he was the first one that was like, I want to yeah. trade and you're going to get me out of here. And if you don't, I'm, you know, it's going to be a on everybody. surgery? Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, all I'm saying is he's a free agent next year. We can talk this about it a little bit later. made Kawhi play. This oh, a- my God. <laughs> I think we got a better deal, but I think Pop, if we did not get DeMar DeRozan, Pop would have been petty enough to make him play for us. I mean, he couldn't. He would just sit out. I mean, if he chose to sit out, then he chose to, chooses to sit out for 32 games. Yo, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The, that Kawhi situation is crazy, and to me, that is going to be where all the drama is, really. All right, so I'm just going to have to harden my heart in this new NBA. Yeah, you are. Steal yourself. Look, yeah, whenever um, LeBron went back to Cleveland, he broke the NBA, so – just ever since then. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. You know, it's time for something new. Dang. Uh, well, thank you for talking NBA with me. And, Tribe, thanks for listening. We'll have more interesting and thought-provoking topics for you next time. Don't forget, connect with us on all of our social media. We want to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just search Tribe Culture, Culture with a K. And you can hit us up on our website. ForTheTribe.com or email voice at ForTheTribe.com. Until next time, Tribe, remember, debate your equals and teach the rest.